How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Because the Internet podcast, episode four. We're here, four episodes in. It's a while. I'm doing well here. It's me, Robert Armstrong, with Steve Dennis. Steve, how are you doing today? Rob, doing well. A month in. Uh, it's flown by. It's been fun. Um, yeah, I. it's been a, a fun, especially as we talked about last time, starting this up in the almost dead period of sport. Yeah, the post-March you know, like, Madness usually is what people say is like dead, like so April essentially. Yeah, you know we're not we're not only baseball like the, usually that post NBA post uh, NHL you know Stanley Cup when there's like just baseball, but then you get the hype of NFL coming around. Uh, but yeah, I, I think our podcast is perfect for this because even though you know people may not be paying as much attention to the box scores like we're still you know having great content um so twitter never sleeps so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just looking ahead right here to our without saying our topics but we have you know a bunch of sports topics and two of the topics aren't really even like the sport that they play slash major sports if that makes sense so it's just like going outside of the sport itself so yeah a bit all over the place um with a lot of our topics and a lot of this stuff too. Uh, you know, we had some good debate this week on some of them. Um, if you want to give your reactions, you know, for, for those who have listened and we appreciate the support, um, this because the internet podcast can be found online. Uh, Rob is at Armstrong FC three, right? Yep. And, um, and you can follow me at playoff politics, uh, or at playoff politics on Twitter and at playoffs and politics on Instagram. Uh, Rob and I are also uh, in the TikTok game now. Rob's uh, generated some really cool clips for our show uh, each week. Uh, they're really funny. Uh, last week's Biden one, still thinking about it. That was a great one. <laughs> I've watched uh, it like four or five times just just because it's so good. That's what everybody everybody I show that you know because I, I shared that clip and uh, that's usually their response is just like I I'm still thinking about it. So. Uh, so check us out on social uh, again at playoffs and politics on Instagram at playoff politics on Twitter um, and give the uh, app because the internet pod a follow on TikTok. So that's where Rob's uh, pushing out some of those clips, but uh, awesome. Rob ready to get into it. Okay. So with the first, like I said, this is actually the main topic I was thinking of is we're not in the NFL season, but we do, we are starting the show off with an NFL topic here. I've um, got a couple of NFL topics, but it is DK Metcalf uh, running track for i believe it's like olympic qualifying prelims and all this stuff so mm-hmm. essentially yeah he did he qualified or was able at least invited to come do preliminary heat uh but he was going against like the second tier because again obviously he's not an olympic sprinter he's is a football player that's we know is very fast mm-hmm. he came in last in the race but like he wasn't far off uh he was he's kind of like right behind that like the end of the herd there it's just crazy to see though when you see you know someone the size of dk mac was he like six four like two th- like 50 or something like that it's like 235 something like that i don't have the official measurements in front of me but he's just he towers over everyone else in that race just massive and, and can run you know a 10.36 100 meter dash kudos to you rob for having the integrity to to say he came in last because i i really don't think i saw a single big j report the verbiage saying dk metcalf finishes last in Olympic qualifying thing, because I don't think anyone what, you know, I don't, I think people were a little afraid of, of calling out someone. <laughs> he is, he is active on social media stature. So what's that? What's that? He, he is active on social media. Yeah. But I didn't even know it was last for like the first three times. I well, watched cause it was clip. ninth place. Ninth, and, everybody said yeah. ninth. 
And I, right. I was like, I was like, I went back. If you, I have the starting clip in front of me right now. You count. There's nine people racing. So yeah. he's last, but and, uh, and he he held his own through the first like you know through the first like quarter of it. Like he, I mean, he was he was right there. But again, that's not really what he's built to do. I mean, it's the most I've paid attention to running since probably Usain Bolt in the Olympics. So mm-hmm. um, I don't see. I see a lot of people who you know are just the armchair you know athletes saying like oh you know like they're poking fun of him for for finishing last i mean that's just the yeah cesspool, I mean, he's the cesspool that 235 is Twitter, pounds but... of muscle like trying to right. trying to sprint 100 meters that like being that tall too and, and you i did a little bit of track in high school and it's just like at that especially at high school level when it's like no one's really good mm-hmm. it's so important to get a good start and if you've never used blocks like that, or if you've like rarely used, I know we obviously our clip last week, actually he did track in high school. So he would have at least known a little bit on it, but like mm-hmm. not to an Olympic level of getting yeah. off the break. He was, he was the last one off the break caught up and then kind of fell behind as he got further into the race. So if they were doing a 50 meter, then maybe he, he stays tight. But uh, I think even if he did do like a 200 meter, cause I think he's got the stamina to kind of just keep sprinting to being a foot, like just an athlete in a different sport. Like if you go, if you bring maybe. it a little longer where you're still full sprint, not like yeah, you know, four hundred, eight hundred. Where you he needed that, uh, he needed that Arizona Cardinal player in front of him. <laughs> yes, to, yeah, he chased down block, like tackle. to catch up. But yeah, I mean, again, we're sitting here, we're talking about track and field on our podcast right now. So uh, kudos to DK. I, I'd like love to see. I think what they need to do is because uh, we've talked about this. It seems to be like a trend uh, on this podcast is getting athletes from other sports involved in not that sport Mm -hmm. and i think like a professional athlete's version of like an olympic games that would be so fun almost like what for athletes that aren't playing their sport like if you you know get 10 of the fastest professional athletes doing you know a a hundred yard dash yeah um, get a bunch of offensive linemen throwing shot put or something right i was gonna say curling like i think that would be you know just seeing seeing the big boys gracefully float down the ice would be um a fun try so um again you know sign us up for any of this uh you know one time one off uh sports marketing events i'm sure we'd be able to put together something special so but kudos to dk Yes. Yeah. It's was, it was, it was cool to see. I think, I think what you said, that event would be pretty fun to watch, uh, especially if they did it for charity. Uh, but we actually have a football related topic that's related to football. Um, and, and this comes in the form of a former baseball player playing football. Um, and that is Tim Tebow signing with the Jaguars um, playing again for his coach urban from college. Uh, I think it's seven years since he last played in the league came in as a quarterback. I think the big news is that he's coming back as a tight end. I think the that rumor started, last year at some point um kind of when he's when he wasn't getting re-signed by the mets uh minor league affiliate and what if once he was officially off the team after spring training i think it was kind of leaning heavily towards it and it makes sense you know urban is, is his next door neighbor um they have house property next to each other in florida uh just takes over the team team needs a tight end and it's tim tebow so it's at least a storyline for you know a team that needs storylines because they haven't been good in the past yeah, I mean, I know we discussed this earlier in the week. You seem pretty like neutral, like could care less. I think it's a, I think it's just a joke. I mean, unless, unless he has like dirt on Urban Meyer and uh, some Aaron Hernandez related body that was buried in, uh, you know, in college. I don't. I mean, the guy hasn't played professional football in three thousand, you know. 
over 3000 days, I think is what the, the math came out to. Um, I, I, I've seen a lot of NFL players chime in and say like, this makes no sense. Um, I've seen former players say, you know, if he's going to be uh, thought of as a tight end, like it's pretty disrespectful to other tight ends trying to get into the league. So mm-hmm. I understand the connections that are made. Obviously he's playing for us. He's signing up to play with his former coach or his neighbor um, that you said, but the only, the only way it would make sense to me is if you're trying to distract attention away from Trevor Lawrence, who is obviously going to have this massive wave of attention. Yeah. It could also backfire and there could be more people there than, than would normally be there. But um, maybe you're splitting that up because some of them are going to be focused on Tim Tebow for whatever reason. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it keeps, I think it keeps like you said, keeps quiet for Lawrence, at least through, you know, the early spring, not spring training, but summer workouts, August workouts into preseason and so on. And then once the season starts, I think obviously it's going to be Lawrence's team and that doesn't really matter if Tim Tebow's there. Cause by that point, again, like if he's as bad as we're thinking he'll be, cause it's obviously not as even position he was like growing up or anything like that. Uh, I don't think he'll even, you know, play when it comes down to Sunday, non preseason games, like league season, when the league season fish kicks off, I will, I don't think he'll play. And if he does play, he will have, I would assume earned it a little bit. Um, but what do you think about, I was just thinking about this and talking to people about it. Do you think Taysom Hill has played a role in this? Because if you look at Tim Tebow, he's very, especially because he, you know, was a quarterback, wasn't very good, but threw the ball, wants to come in as a tight end. Taysom Hill's technically listed as a tight end. Do you think that sort of play style could ever kick into it? Taysom Hill's only three years younger than two and Taysom Hill just came out like last, well, two years ago, maybe. So he's, he's you know, older, older guy can't no. really throw but could throw i don't know i just i could see him be a gadget Taysom hill player now and that like the league finding a player like that more often no i i don't i don't see any of those connections making sense i i, I think and again um you know you can follow me at playoff politics for like my uh more cultural and societal uh, interpretation of of these events but um no, I, th- I think it has nothing to do with that. I think I, I saw one interesting take too by a former player that uh, actually a local guy who played for the Patriots, uh, Ted Johnson said that um, if he, if he makes the roster for this year, um, he'll be guaranteed lifetime benefits paid by the NFL. I did see that. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I don't think it makes any sense. I think again, you have a guy that's spent so long for, away from the league regardless of whether he was playing another professional sport regardless of whether he was staying in good shape like i don't think i don't see how he could be a better tight end than another you know undrafted tight end that just mm-hmm. came out of the, or whoever they have like o'shaughnessy or something like that i think is who they had last year just came out of the the draft this year i don't i don't see it i think the only i mean i saw somebody today on around the horn say like you know it's it's not fair. Life's not fair. This happens in offices all the time where, you know, you're, you know, a guy and and that guy's gonna, you know, have your back and stuff like that. But I, I just think it's, it's a circus. I mean, this isn't like the make a wish thing where like he's kicking, you know, this isn't like a bucket list item. You mm-hmm. know, if, if he wants to do this, go, go fulfill his dream and play in that uh, um, 
fan controlled yeah fcf or, or xfl if like, xfl makes the comeback next year uh, you know if he wanted to play as a tight end he should have done he should have done it when he his football career was still active at the mm-hmm. time like like yeah like you said um you've had guys that have come out of the the draft and not fit the position that they wanted to play so they had to change their position yeah yeah uh, obviously so, the patriots are well known for that right so to give to give this guy another shot just because you know he's who he is uh, to me it makes no sense and i was yeah really it, at the end of the day i'm with you and it makes no sense for me it's just like i'm taking a step back and like i don't care what tim tebow really is a person at all but i was also rooting for him to make the mets roster because i thought it just would have been cool to see, like a cool moment to see so like for me like seeing someone like you know out of league for seven years playing a different sport completely coming back at a different position and like actually i want him to if he plays just to play i'm i, I don't really care either way I'll, i won't like it but if he actually earned like was actually good when he played come you know come but, sunday week one he actually produces something but do you think he's even earned a spot on the roster right now like, no like that, he, again he's gonna make it because of the friend but then he from you know from yeah two three days ago when he officially signed or he hasn't technically officially signed it's just he's going to sign so uh, if he does make the final if he does make the week run rock week yeah. one roster you you think that he 100 earned that himself and no 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 i'm saying like if he can go out he'll i think he'll make it because they wouldn't have made a circus like this just to have him get cut they might you never know but if he, I want him to actually go do something. Like I'm rooting for, like, I, I don't care. Like if it blows up, it blows up. I'd rather see him do well because I think it would just be a f- cooler story. Just like I wish he made the Mets, but again, he didn't turn out to be a very good baseball player. Good enough to, you know, sit there on the double A, triple A level and bounce back and forth, which obviously is, he, you know, he's a top piece. At the end of the day, he's still a top tier athlete, but. Right. But yeah, it, but I, I think it's just cool stories and, and could provide more like, I mean, it's not like, I mean, were we all saying the same thing when Michael Jordan went to play baseball? He had no skills at baseball, but he got to make an MLB roster just because he's Michael Jordan. Right. Well, I mean, I wasn't alive yeah, back yeah. then, but I I imagine yeah. there were I I imagine there were quite a few people saying like, well, what does this guy have any you know mm. any right to be in in here? There were a lot of people that when Tim Tebow went to go play baseball said the same thing because he yeah you know, how can he didn't have that. Didn't have that background. I said the same thing when when the Patriots brought him in to our our team, and yeah. I was like, "I what's the what is the purpose of having this circus around?" Like he, he's he's he was he was good at football. He's not good at football anymore. Um, and it's been six years, six seven years since he's played. Like I, mm-hmm. it doesn't. I do think sense. that's helped though, and and because obviously baseball being a smaller sport, and he's stuck in you know the the, the minor league system. I think his height. I, obviously, it blew up kind of when he when he got signed because just brand thing. But I honestly think by the time we even get to week one, I think the hype will have died down anyways because I don't think there's much Tim Tebow hype nowadays either. So I'm hoping like you know like the Patriots when the Patriots sign him, it's a big thing because it's like oh my god, he's getting another shot, and and he was like the guy that was. I don't know how to describe it. Almost like Minchu Mania, where there's like he's not that good, but for some reason he has this hype around him. Um, but now I think he's just the hype's died down. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I, th- I think the fact that we're talking about him means that the hype hasn't died died down as no, much it hasn't because he, again, it it's he signed the deal. But I think by time we get to week one, I don't know if anyone will really be talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. Unless I there's think, like this big story throughout. Some I think workouts. once you see him on the field, it's gonna be everyone's gonna be back. You know, because again, it's not like he's going to a team that is irrelevant. You know, he's going to a team that just drafted the number one pick. They're mm-hmm. going to be, you know, the media is already 
going to be there. So um, I hope it combusts into flames. I, I really wanted to root for Trevor Lawrence, but um, first the signing of Urban Meyer, and now this is just making me wish that the Jaguars <laughs> get 50 pieced every game. So yeah. Um, yeah like i said if he doesn't work out I, I don't i'm not like actively rooting for him but i think if he like all, all of a sudden came in and played like Taysom hill i think it'd be kind of fun to see even though most people don't like Taysom hill so yeah i'll be rooting against that <laughs> but we do have another kind of nfl topic half nfl nba our boy perk um came out and said Big that perk. it's way harder to win um an nba championship than it is a super bowl and again this is one of those I think this is one of those silly debates that there's no right answer to, but it's mm-hmm. also the perfect debate for a show like this where it's internet sports. Um, this is, you can this have the debate at least talk, talk both sides. And then, it is, yeah. exactly. This is Sports Radio 101. This is Sports Talk 101. But Talk Steve, about what two your... things that you could never prove ever in the history of humanity. <laughs> Unless you get an NBA player that goes and plays the NFL or something like that, like Tim Tebow, but the NBA version. Right. <laughs> unless, you, unless you took every NBA player and put them – in the NFL for a season and vice versa, then that's yeah. the only way you could, could change it. So yeah. maybe, I don't but know, maybe, do you have maybe any, the next pandemic that'll happen. Do you have any thoughts on Super Bowl versus NBA championship and difficulty or any points that you've seen made on the topic? Cause I know like Chris Long made some points about for the NFL and then obviously perks made some points for the NBA. Yeah. I think um, I'm going to connect this to another pointless debate, but it was like after Brady, won his sixth championship or even after he won his seventh like and there was like who's the goat of all goats like is he better than michael jordan serena Mm -hmm. williams um and i said for a team for a team sport because i think it's hard to compare them to like and you know someone like serena williams who's like an individual athlete um i put the the quarterback i think is the is the most difficult position to play in all sports. I think it's the most important position um, in all of sports. And I think that um, football, because of what goes into it, like I think it's easier to win a basketball game than it is to win a football game. I think Mm -hmm. if you have – in in basketball, it's easier to win a game if you have – the best players but in in football in football we see so often that that's never always mm-hmm. the case yeah, um, 18 18-0 or 19-1 however you want to call it right right you know like you said you're not a big nba fan because you sort of see how it's like scripted out you sort of can assume who's going to be there mm-hmm. at the end where in football you have essentially three teams you have offense defense and special teams all having to play at some point during the game and play well in order for you to win. Um, and, and the things that Chris Long had mentioned was like, you know, the wear and tear, the grind, um, you know, having a team get a week to prepare for, for you um, when it comes to like the Super Bowl, two weeks to prepare um, mm-hmm. for you. Like I, I just think that um, football obviously being like a more grueling sport, as well um that it's it has to be more difficult to win a super bowl i mean i mean think of and we've talked about this too think of the think of the people that should have more super bowls but don't like think of the quarterbacks yeah in the nfl yeah. that should have more super bowls but don't because of the patriots 
Like they were like, they're arguably like the greatest franchise or dynasty in all of professional sports history, arguably um, for their prolonged sustained uh, success. And they've just denied other teams from making it to the championship. And LeBron's made it to X number of, of finals and, and playoffs, but even him making it to, uh, I, I think like he just walks on the court and it's like assumed he can make it because yeah. again, he's the best player on the floor most of the time. So, yeah, I think what it came down for me is like in, in the NFL, it's easier for the bad team to win. If that makes sense. So like, if you're, t- if you're saying like, what's easier to win a Super Bowl or championship NBA championship, I, if, if you, if you can stack a team, it's obviously easier in the NBA mm-hmm. because once a team, like if a team's that much better, you can rotate six, seven guys max. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. That's right. it. You really need, you can win with seven guys essentially um, when it comes to playoff times, but the term, you know, ev- any given Sunday, the way the playoffs works, you could have the most stacked team. I guess, again, the Patriots when they're undefeated, that yeah. was like one of the best teams we've ever seen. And they didn't win a Super Bowl because now do you, does that make it harder? Yes. But then it also makes it easier for a team like the giants to go eight and eight throughout a season, then win a Super Bowl because all they have to do is make a few key plays at the right time, and then they're in the Super Bowl all of a sudden because they've won three to four games in the playoffs. And that's it. Where the NBA, you know, if the Jazz all of a sudden the Jazz are actually a good team now, but if the Jazz mm-hmm. are an eight seed versus a one seed, they can have a few good plays in a game and win a game. They have to go win three more games because it's a four a seven game series and you have to win four of seven. So I think that's where it really comes down to is it's so uncomparable because right a seven game series versus a one day one game series is just not well, comparable at all. Because right, because I could even take the inverse of that, where it's the NBA Finals is over the span of seven games. So if you mess up at the beginning, you have the ability to course mm-hmm. correct yourself. Yeah. Where in a Super Bowl, you only get one shot, and even um, like in the NBA, if if uh, in a, in a, in one game, if the Lakers are down ten points they can be like, okay, best player on the court. Like we're going to give the ball to you and, and let you try and take us home where in the, in the NFL, that's not the case. Like Brady has uh, never left the field. You know, he, he's never um, before the Eagles Super Bowl, he had never left the field without uh, the lead mm-hmm. in a game. And it came down to the defense that was, you know, wasn't able to hold, hold the lead in the Super Bowl. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think football is just you know the tougher sport to to do it in. But um, let us not be remiss that baseball uh, hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in, uh, in all professional sports. So. Especially if you watch Pitching Ninja or any of those tweets, seeing those. And then one final thing I had on it was just that like a lot of people bring up injuries and like you brought up a tough like obviously injuries are way more likely to happen in the NFL, but one injury will kill an N- N- NBA team essentially. Because again, we're talking about six, seven guys that they're going to rotate come playoff time. So, if, like, unfortunately, the Celtics, you know, Jalen Brown, we weren't going to talk about it because it's too too close to heart. But you know, he gets injured, and now we're like, okay, the Celtics have zero. not that the Celtics had a ton of shot because they're they're just better teams this year. Yeah, but, smaller smaller window for error. Yeah. So, like, if you know, three to four guys gets injured on a football team, you you hope the next man up mentality comes up outside of you know a quarterback, maybe a star wide receiver, you know, a couple different positions. There there is. But it's just, again, at the end of the day, we knew we were going to come down to where it's too hard to compare. It doesn't matter. But it, I, I do, it is a fun topic to talk about and really it makes you flush out kind of ideas on what, which way could be which. Um, but with and that, I love you know, how it's not, it's not only us that uh, talk about this too. And 
apologize if I it's currently the opening week of minor league baseball and they have uh, to celebrate they have fireworks going oh, on. So if, you can, nice. if you can hear that, um, yeah, Rob, I didn't actually can, hear it. I saw can, it. And then you, when, you, you can enjoy it. the show. Um, yeah. But it's not just us that talk about it. Right. Because you see professional athletes getting involved, too. Like they <laughs> I think they take some pride in like their sport being 100 yeah. percent harder to harder to compete in. So, yeah, no one wants it, to say my sport's easier to win. <laughs> like no one's ever going to say that. Yeah, but again, but, I don't think there is a right answer. So I could see both of their points um, making sense. And I know people are clowning Perk for saying it, but I mean, he's technically right from the NBA side, but then. Oh, right. I mean, it's one of those right things where side. it's, you know, you can be, you can never be proven wrong or, or right. So like, why not say it? And, and it, yeah. of course it's Perk for, you know, it, if it's someone who plays too, like, like, seeing those guys say it like better than like a skip bayless like because yeah yeah like, then, they could no just one say, cares about this, this it's like hey want to like you know hey we, we don't know what to talk about for a podcast today do you want to talk about like what's you know do you want to make an outlandish statement that golf is like harder than export like um <laughs> at least it's like an athlete saying it who who has played and they have like some sort of uh level of insight so yep and then from going football to basketball what a topic idea to do that compare the two uh we did have jay cole um coming out saying he's going to be playing for a rwandan club um in the basketball africa league it's actually the patriots so we love that love that um but yeah i, I put I, this on there i put this on there just because i i think it's it's interesting so the nba um has been doing a lot of like global investment into starting up these uh you know national basketball leagues in other uh, countries that are associated with the nba so that way they can um, start to build some talent and engagement, um, you know, in those countries and, and um, continents. And um, so, yes, he's going to be playing for the Rwandan, uh, Rwanda Patriots uh, in the Basketball Africa League. Uh, he's going to play three to six games. And, and I, part of me, like a little bit of me was like, oh, like, is this just a publicity stunt? Because he is dropping an album, I think, like either later this week um or or next week but um which i'm very excited for but um i think i mean i don't know have you ever seen him play basketball before because he, he used have. to play in the uh yeah. the celebrity game yes yeah, so i've seen him in those and, and there's a lot of videos of him just like hooping like public parks um that always go viral every time yeah, I he's, heard, he's he, legit I think, yeah he, he played he was like a star at stay in his high school and then was actually walked on to st john's which is like a good basketball d1 school never actually played apparently he started you know music before then one thing i didn't know is i know he's been around for so long i didn't realize he was 36 that's pretty old um to get started playing professionally uh i thought he was you know i thought he was in his 30s but you know like 31 32 um yeah. area but 36 but no it's a cool thing again it could be a publicity thing but it doesn't matter i i think if you said um if there, if you ask someone, was there a basketball Africa league before this? I don't mm-hmm. think most people would know this. And now a lot of people are going to at least know um, of the Rwandan Patriots or the league as a whole. So again, right. even it's if it's like a publicity high... thing for him, it's going to help out a benefit on the other way too. I'm sure he's going to put yeah. a lot of money into it as well. Yeah. And he's a, he's a genuine guy. So like, obviously I'm sure there's a bit of like convenient timing of, of the fact that his album comes out, but I mean, he wouldn't be doing this if he wasn't giving like 110%, like he's, you know, uh, we, as you said, we've seen videos coming out of him, like in the gym, uh, getting ready for this. I saw a video of him yesterday dunking and like slipping off the rim and just like smashing into the floor. Um, so again, like he, he is an athlete and it was always fun watching him participate in the, uh, 
celebrity games because again he can he can ball uh so i'm looking forward to getting you know seeing those clips come out of there and you know just hopefully he doesn't embarrass himself so that's i feel like everyone's goal whenever they involve themselves in one of these things yeah for sure it'd be fun to see clips coming out of it um and i like i said i know he's good so um moving on to hockey again it's our second hockey talk topic in the last two weeks and they're both hits um and this one i kind of put on just because again want to get a hockey topic in there before the playoffs start i think in the upcoming weeks i know we're getting towards the end of the season there um but and it also is close to home with the bruins i didn't see it there was something else going on and then all of a sudden it was just all over twitter uh our boy jack edwards you know a little flamboyant in the way he announces in terms of he is so animated especially for the bruins he's very much a homer uh so that's why it went viral is more of his like <laughs> crazy talk on it and how uh, disgusted he was. But Leo Komarov of the Islanders, you know, after the play was over, just walks up and kind of throws the butt end of a stick into the chest of uh, David Posnock on the Bruins. Uh, crazy, cr- crazy hit. I don't think much happened because I think he just kind of missed what he was trying to do. It didn't make as clean a contact. I don't know if you've seen the hit, but it's just kind of crazy that this happened and he, they have review in hockey now and they review stuff like this and they gave him like a double minor, which doesn't even kick you out of the game. It's just four minutes in the box. Yeah, I, I saw the um, – I can't say I, I expanded the video when I saw it. It was just a quick – like I saw everybody talking about it, so it was on my feed and I watched it. So I, I honestly thought he got hit in the nuts um, yeah. like from the far away angle. But um, I did like, again, because, again, I, I, I follow, quote-unquote, like on Twitter follow or sports radio follow hockey all year. Um, but as we talked about, we traded for Taylor Hall. Um, he – you know, has supposedly looked great over the past yep. couple of weeks. Yep. And, um, you know, I think the playoffs start next week, maybe, um, or, or a couple of weeks here. So, yeah, I never uh, know if exactly in line with basketball because the playing games for basketball start next week, um, the play in series. But I think, I think NFL uh, and HL is the same. Uh, but I just thought it was weird. Again, I don't think we're going to get a suspension out of this or a fine. And like, obviously, the, Tom Wilson last week, the head of officiating is already in hot water uh, for the end. NHL you get to review this play because it happened like after the whistle they're reviewing it and you still get the double minor even though I don't know what they do in the NHL is it intent is it like did he actually hurt him because again he skated over and literally took the back of his stick and like jousted him with it into the chest again I think Postnock was able to get a glove so it didn't end up doing too much damage I think Postnock's fine yeah but it's just like another time like the NHL has been in the news now twice in two weeks for illegal hits and not kind of player sa- keeping the player safety enough yeah, and again, he's a uh, you know Pasternak. I don't I don't know who the uh, who Tom Wilson injured, but Pasternak. I mean, he's like he's our offensive goal scorer. So yeah, legit I, I star like, too. I always NHL. like to see you know uh, I think a, a sign of a good team. You know, it happens in the NBA all the time. Is like you you want to see the other guys on the ice react. Like how quickly do they react um, mm-hmm. when something like this happens? And it was immediate, you know, scrapping afterwards. So that's what I like. That makes me think that the Bruins are ready to make a run this postseason. Uh, me saying that having watched not a single hockey game all year. So we'll see how they contend. <laughs> I, I don't know. Are they in first place? Are they in eighth? I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. We are in third in the East Division, so we're pretty much basically first. And is it back to normal, um, like the postseason and stuff like that? This I don't know. They switched the divisions up, and that's what's thrown me off all season. 
Yeah. Um, I believe it's been it's like localized. Of, They've played like, you know, they'll play the Capitals like four times in a row. Yeah. So, and they change like the division names and like the divisions just don't work the same. Like, not, yeah, we play the Capitals, Penguins, Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, and Devils and Sabres all the time, which again, some we played before, anyways. But yeah, so it's kind of local, but I think it works the same once we actually get the playoffs in because it looks like about eight teams, eight teams on either side are going to, are going to make the playoffs. So it is just weird. Canada has its own division too, which is kind of funny. Um, they've just been playing each other all year because of Canada's rules being stricter. So we will definitely talk about more hockey and NBA and definitely we'll follow it more. We're both, I think those two sports specifically, we follow for the stories throughout the year, a mm-hmm. couple games here and there if they're on and nothing else is on uh, for our local teams. And then really what was the other sport you mentioned? NBA. I, for me, NBA, oh, for you, NBA, NHL. for me, I'm, I usually have an NBA game on every night. So yeah. um, like right now, uh you got the Celtics Bruins and uh Red Sox on so um so good times here but yeah I hockey for me like I'm I'm able to follow three sports a year and I honestly haven't given an inch on the Red Sox because I they were rated the number one team in baseball um by the MLB this past week and I I'm gonna stick to this take because the last time I had the last time I was this off base with how the Red Sox were playing. We won the world series in 2018, but um, I thought in 2018 they were frauds and they weren't as good as, you know, they were playing like they were playing above their weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I picked them to finish fourth in the American league East this year. And um, they're currently ranked the number one team in baseball. So yeah, tied, tied with the San Francisco giants for the best record in baseball. Right. Which again, I, I think you're seeing this a bit in the NBA too, is there is this weird like COVID, like you don't want to use it as an excuse, but it does seem like things that would normally happen aren't happening. Like again, the, the giants, cause I, I know you're not like that closely following baseball, but the giants are abysmal. And they're beating the Padres and the Dodgers yeah. out in the West. Yeah, Dodgers are barely above 500. Right. Like, they've lost, like, 15 of their last 20. So, like, it, it's just – it's one Angels of those, are bottom of the West, which – The Red Sox, like, team. starting pitching, like, their number one pitcher is, like, you're lucky to be, like, a third or fourth on, like, a, a solid team. So, mm-hmm. it, it's – weird it's early um you know we're we're mid-may now so yeah 36 um, games into a you know got a, right. over 100 left so right gonna be interesting to see how things play out but yeah very very weird but uh but yeah i mean it's gonna be this time of year i know things are backed up a little bit but this is gonna be you know usually the fun time of year where you need multiple screens there's no night when there's no sports on um so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it you know the nba i follow that all year long like it's uh you know the real housewives of new jersey so um so yeah i'm looking forward to the, that postseason starting yep and then we just talked about you know not having enough time to follow three to four sports in a season and yet we're going to talk about horse racing so uh the big news kentucky derby was last weekend uh was it last weekend or two weekends ago it feels like a flung uh, by. uh two weekends ago and the winner medina spirit um uh, well, one and Open. has come out has come out with has tested positive for a small but illegal amount of anti-inflammatory drug betamethasone, betamethasone. Uh, but essentially, yeah, doping scandal. Not and it's a horse. Uh, and I know from the very little I know about horse racing and everything about that, I know the guy that owns the horse 
has been in hot water before for I don't know yeah. if exactly doping scandals Bob or just yeah and I, it, it's crazy if you know a horse racing owner he must right. be in the news for something well I mean he's just good. I mean he's like the guy in horse racing so mm-hmm. um do you have do you have in front of you like what some of his excuses have been as to why the horse tested positive I've seen you know everything from him asking like why does this keep happening to us as in like he's asking other people why like we keep getting caught cheating yeah uh, i saw him I thought, blame cancel culture at one point yeah i mean that was an all-time all-time take like they're trying to cancel cancel this horse i i saw i sent you the clip that our our former president who um you know put out a little email blog saying like this is the decay of america that you know cities are falling apart horses are are being drugged up like it was very just you know simulation-esque yeah he also said he's not the preakness is um i think this weekend coming up yeah i, I, forget how, I always forget how close these races are like once they once the triple crown starts they're pretty fast yeah. um and he said he's not going because he doesn't want to be a distraction but the horse is going and racing so um right you know, I don't. I don't know if he's the distraction or if the horse is. And also, I saw someone. I think it might have just been like a meme tweet, but it was just like, "Why aren't we blaming the horse more for this?" <laughs> right. It's like individual responsibility. The, the horse took the steroids. Yeah, you I you mean, it's... you don't blame the Cardinals from Mark McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, I I just I don't get it. Like, I mean, how are the people that bet on that race going to get any of their money back? Like, like how does that? How does that work? I um, I think I think it's already paid out, so I doubt that, that anything happens there. But, but again, I don't know if the, to me, I don't know if the people like that a... bet at the track maybe that's what have been easier to keep track of. But I don't right. think people on like betting. So we either that. need to we either need to like fully like fully accept that like it's fine to cheat in society, you know, because it seems like sports are like the only place where it's like like we see all the time in society like everyone cheats to get ahead, but sports is like one of the last like. It's like sports in school are like the two like last places where like cheating mm-hmm. is like completely um, radioactive. But we seem to not put the hammer down on people that cheat in in sports. Like uh, I saw the other day, like you know, everybody still considers like the Fab Five, for example, or um, you know Louisville when they won the championship, like like even though they've taken those banners away, everybody still considers them the, the champions mm-hmm. um, when they've, when they've cheated or for whatever their scandals were. Um, but like they said, they yeah, they, well, you said that this guy decided he was not going to show up. I saw that he was like suspended from showing. I, that may have been from the racetrack that he just cheated at, but um, you know, that's yeah, going to be, I believe Churchill downs, which is the racetrack right. suspended him that's going to be like a 364 day suspension because it'll be, he he'll be allowed to come back next year at the Kentucky Derby. Um, but yeah, I just stuff like that. His, uh, the one, his most recent excuse, uh, cause that was why I was asking if you had them in front of you was like uh, a trainer for the horse took cough medicine and then peed on the hay. Yes, on the hay and the horse ate the hay. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, this you know, guy just... that's a, that's a great excuse, honestly. Like, I almost that's 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 so good that he almost right. That's that's guy like you know waking up half an hour late for his drug test, like who had a plan to like uh, fake it. Uh, but I think that excuse that excuse in calling it cancel culture means this guy needs to be like you know 
strapped to one of Elon Musk's rockets and sent to space. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's how horse racing works. I, it's a it's a weird sport that there's really no rules anyways. But I do think, you know, steroids, you might as well. Like, we're giving all the other animals that we eat steroids. So why not give the animals we watch compete, give steroids? And I know Daniel Tosh has like an old clip on his take on steroids in baseball and being like, well, that's exactly, steroids is exactly what baseball needs, ironically enough right now. Like, we finally have kind of got to the right. point where it's past us. Like, the old steroid era is gone. And that was like the best era of baseball of all right. time. You don't, you and, don't like, know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. So, like, you know, why not just steroids? Like, they've already earned, I, I think only people that have made it professionally should be allowed to take steroids. So, once you've got made it to the roster, you've been now, you can juice up because you've at least proved you can make it there on your own. I mean, do, then, you, do, you, do you think we're at the point now where it's like, like, when, what year do you think we'll hit the point where horse racing is like no longer actual live horses and we're we're just using like it's just like robot it's just like those boston tech- boston <laughs> we're using like the boston dynamics like police like robo dog uh like eight of them on a track like i i mean that has to be i mean 20 25 maybe like a couple more yeah, PETA. probably not even i don't know it's just well I mean, the horse a couple more PETA violations, and and you'll be you'll be right there. Outside of professional athletes, I think the horse racing community's average age is about seventy five. So that <laughs> that true. could die off, and we might even have horse racing again as we know it. So that's um, true. Bring but, on the uh, bring on the robots. Yep, from one injection to another. <laughs> Great segue, Rob. Uh, we did. <laughs> we have our COVID vaccines going out still. Um, I believe that you know we're up there. Vax girl nurse, summer. Yep, uh, Vax girl summer. But in Italy, there is a 23 year old woman who was given six doses of the Pfizer vaccine. I don't know if it, I think it, I don't think any article clarified this. Was this the first dose or the second dose? Because I think that I think that makes a huge difference. Um. But, yeah, I, I mean, I saw the headline and I stopped in my tracks um, because the headline said distracted nurse gives woman six doses of COVID vaccine in a single shot. So it wasn't even like there were six, like she was stuck six times. It was I, just, if that if that happened, I blame the woman. <laughs> right. Well, I, I just imagined like she, you know, some cartoonish like she trips the nurse trips and like all six of them just go she's, she's like, carrying like a basket. They just stab into her chest. Right. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I mean, it, and they handled everything super nonchalant too. Yeah. Um, it, it was the Pfizer dose. So it seemed like it, uh, like she was supposed to have two. Um, they were kept under observation uh, and no fever, no pain, except for like the normal pain of where she was shot. She was obviously afraid, um, you know, no they don't fear of any long-term side effects, but like, I imagine that this woman now is like Steve Rogers, like Captain America. Like, like, I mean, to get six doses of whatever's in, you know, whatever. He's never putting a mask on again. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, she, she is now like her last name is Fauci. I think (laughs) it's funny though. Cause like, obviously I think people, you know, you read that headline, you're like, again, you think of the tripping or the six different needles or something. But it's actually not that crazy of how it happened because they just send them batches of mm. the vaccine and it comes in this big two. They come in batches. Of, they come in vials of six, like six, like six so doses. Yeah. You obviously, when if anyone's seen, like even taking insulin, you you put it in, you you pull up to the amount you need on the the needle, and then then that's what you do. She just pulled all the way. She sucked it all the way in and then just shot it all all out. Um, but it, it's it's crazy. I'm so mad because 
like I got one dose. <laughs> I was I was at death's door. I felt awful for you know a night. I, I everything hurt. I was in so much pain, and she just gets six doses and, and just kind of like walk out of the hospital twenty four hours later, fine as if nothing happened. Yeah, I feel like we need to like keep track of her just just for the reason of like when when covid splits into another variation that's like twice as more deadly i feel like she's gonna be of some use like she's probably like she'll have like the stem cells or something like that to create the new vaccine mm-hmm. but yeah they're gonna um, she's gonna be the, yeah, she's gonna be the animal testing for the next vaccine yeah i just and it said too um that this i i don't think it's happened in the united states but it says in israel and germany there were also um other people that were accidentally given five times uh the usual dosage with no adverse effects rob so i think it's just your beta, i did get i did get moderna, your beta so immune I'm system not, so. i did get moderna so that could be on me as well but uh no it's just crazy how it happened and like credit on the nurse she said she realized it right away i don't know like if you didn't notice you put six doses in i'm surprised you noticed six doses going out yeah and they're but, all, like credit to her for noticing like right away too like, a lot of those people they're be- all volunteer people too because it's like she was a nurse quote unquote but like a lot of these people handing out the vaccines are just like you know volunteers and it said like as soon as she noticed she ran and got like the physician on mm-hmm. site so it said the the issue happened because the nurse had an attention lapse so you know it's just human error so but yeah which nothing, is crazy because again at I'm least surprised that happened i'm surprised it's not more stories like this i'm pretty sure like doctors and nurses you know they're working like 12 13 14 hour shifts too at a hospital it's just especially with right now with covid the, the amount of vaccines they're pushing out i know like places like gillette with the drive-ups and all that stuff are right, pushing out right. millions like at a time and i know so i'm surprised it doesn't happen more but you know it's 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 kind of like because she's fine it's a, such a funny story just seeing it and like you know talking about it she's sticking with six needles and all that stuff but it is, it is kind of crazy to see what happens. I feel like they deserve a place in like, I don't know, like growing up, were you a big like Guinness Book of World Record like reader? Like, yes, I feel and like- I, always, I always got confused with the Ripley's Believe It or Not. I always used to be so afraid to look into it thinking I was going to see like a snake or something <laughs> like coming out of someone's head. But yes, no. no. I, Once I got like middle, middle school time, it's just Guinness Book of World Records like nonstop. Yeah, I feel like she, I feel like these people, you know, this one in, in Rome and then Israel and Germany, like they deserve, they deserve a plaque. You know, no one else has survived no one else has, has been, you know, had the balls to get six COVID <laughs> shots. True. Yeah. What's, I guarantee, yeah, there's a guy, you get like Johnny Knoxville or, or Steve-O right. being like, can they break the record for getting the most vaccine shots without dying? And, and Steve has got like 10 needles in his arm or something like that. Right. Ben, ben Shapiro is going to see this and be like, <laughs> oh, I can't be emasculated by this woman and, and going to need to one up her. So, um, but yeah, that, uh, I mean, th- this woman's vaccinated. She is protected as hell from COVID I get my second shot next week maybe I'll ask her to uh throw a little extra in there so yeah if, again if that is her second shot she got six doses of the second shot good on her for not being sick because I was dying just never uh, be sick again I think yeah that, that that could be true too she might she might be look back and just be grateful uh but we are uh, to the end of the episode here we do have our how is twitter free tweet of the week um if you haven't if this is your first episode basically we find a tweet that just makes us laugh or feel emotional or or you know just uplifting or something just something that says like how is twitter free and it's something you would only see on either twitter or, or instagram or, or you know social media and just yeah again makes how, how is twitter free steve would you like to go first would you like me to go first no i i'll go first on mine okay. um so i'll, I'll give Good a little enough. i'll i'll give a little backstory and rob you can make sure that i got permission to, to share the screen here um 
So a little backstory to this one. If you've been online lately, uh, there's been a lot of talk about, uh, and again, you can follow at playoff politics for, um, for my take on this stuff, but you've, you've seen a lot of stuff about, uh, labor shortages and, and, and these different fast food chains and restaurants and things like that, not having uh, enough place, uh, enough employees to work. And, you know, um, it, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and people don't feel comfortable going back to work, etc. cetera. Um, and we started seeing some of these corporate chains offering uh, different discounts or things like that to, the people who applied, you know, get a free, I saw from Wendy's, it was like a free chicken sandwich. If you, you know, submit a job application, things like that. Um, so this might, this be, picking was, up a, might be picking up a new profession. So this was my uh, tweet of the week here. Let's pull this up. So again, if you, if you see any suggested tweet of the weeks, uh, tweet us at playoff politics, uh, send them in. Uh, so this was the, this was the tweet. Uh, it says not job shaming, but seeing a fast food joint offer a signing bonus is hilarious. Uh, this is the, the tweet that was then quote tweeted and it's got Rick Ross. Uh, and it says our franchise is in a rebuilding period as we hope to sign young guys like yourself to enhance the future of Wingstop. And it's him <laughs> sitting there like, um, you know, the GM or owner of the organization across the table with uh, looks like some Buffalo, some honey barbecue and some garlic parm wings. Uh, and all of that Rob could be yours for the simple price of a job application. The, the outfit makes it too with the, the Lacoste polo looking like he's dressed up for the job interview. Right. I mean, <laughs> this is, how could you not, you know, I, I don't know how Wingstop has any jobs, you know, job openings right now, but um, the whole, right. Like you said, boss, man, Rick Ross, the boss executive look, uh, you know, swapping wings, uh, talking about p- prior job experience. I mean, this Got is how nice all ice on the wrist. This is how all job interviews should be is, is you, you know, offer some sort of, um, signing bonus or meal in exchange. So, um, First off, yeah. credit to you for nailing those wing flavors too, just by the picture. I That's think, experience. I, listen, you know, boneless. also credit to Wingstop because those are the three best flavor of wings at any wing place. So nailed I think, <laughs> so they nailed it. Wingstop nailed it for this picture. I don't even know if they, you know, obviously not the point of it. Rick but. Ross nailed it as well. Cause again, <laughs> I mean, the, the person on the other end of this camera obviously had to say yes to, uh, to whatever the offer was. So, <laughs> um, but yes, if, if you're, you know, on the, the way back into the workforce, this is your bar now. You know, you got to go in there ready to negotiate. And if they're not offering you um, a free chicken sandwich, um, if they're not offering you a free blizzard, if they're not offering you buy one, get ones, if they're not giving you access to the ice cream machine at McDonald's that is never working, <laughs> but you know is working for the employees on the inside then you got to take your, your business elsewhere. This makes me ask like what profession, like what other professions would give out? Like obviously fast food's easy to think about. Like what other signing bonuses, non-monetary could give out? Like I'm an accountant. Do they give me like, you know, uh, like one of the really cool like graphic calculators right at the door as a signing like, bonus. Right. Free, free. It's like, Hey, we know you can already do your taxes yourself, but here's free turbo tax. Yeah. 
How about but, it? Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good idea. Free TurboTax because that that again is always annoying when you file it. And then at the end they're like, oh, we're gonna take you know you got to return back. We're gonna take like 50, 60 bucks out of it to file your taxes for you. That's not a bad idea. I'm just trying to think of what other professions would be fun. Like, I'm trying to think like amusement parks. You know, like hey, yeah, one free one free roller coaster ride like before or after your shift. Yeah, I mean a lot of these they probably honestly these are all probably things that already exist. Like I'm sure. Like fast food companies were already get like I know like fast food workers get free food all the time and all this stuff, but it is kind of funny when you almost you know you put it as like a free chicken sandwich for applying. Well, to offer <laughs> to, to describe it as a signing bonus. Yes, yes, like, exactly. Hey, here's a free chicken sandwich if you apply to this job. Um, just I don't know. Maybe now if they're having if they're if they're coming up against a salary cap at Wendy's, do you think do you, do you extend that that signing bonus over two years so they only get like a quarter of a chicken sandwich a year? Like every, think, every six months, you get a quarter sandwich. <laughs> right. I think I maybe that's why the McDonald's ice cream machine never works is because it's a it's a salary cap situation. Yep. They just they they can't afford to have the big star on the roster. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're and they still need try to... to renegotiate that contract over a couple more years and spread it out, and then have a have a get out clause after two years. Maybe maybe that's you know maybe maybe the ice cream machine just retired and we'll never see it again. So, um, but that was the tweet that asked me you know had me asking. How is Twitter free? Uh, Rick Ross, the boss. Uh, oh. Wing stop signing bonuses. Gotta love it. So for mine, um, mine's a tweet that Steve sent me, so he'll already have seen it. I, I saw this as well, and I died. Someone okay. retweeted it. Uh, I had died laughing. I had sent it to like a group group chat as well, just because it made me laugh. Um, I'm pulling it up here. Okay. Is this the best way to do it? So you'll see it as soon as you get it. But it is newly drafted oh, from the New England area, sort of. Shout out um, Rhode Island, my hometown. Shout out Rhode Island, Rhode Island. Hometown. Yep. yep. Uh, Quiddy Pay. Um, yes. For edge Edge Rusher in the draft this year. Um, February. Who do you end up going to? Colts. Probably. Colts. So that's a good, a good team to go to. Um, he tweeted out. He's been crying all day because his brother's a fool. Uh, first off, his brother's name's Komate, which is a sick name. Uh, but his brother basically just sent him a picture. They're they're in like a grocery store, and he's just a picture with a nun, and his the capture just first time meeting a nun, and Quiddy responds with why Why you take a picture with her? his brother replies with because i didn't think they were real all right because i couldn't believe that they was real but to me that is just it is just kind of funny um i know they've had first off i think we talked this last week but quitty pay story to get to the nfl is insane Mm -hmm. and something worth a read but we kind of talked about that last week but that's one of those things almost like never seeing like star wars like never seen a nun before in his life up to he i don't know how old he is he could be younger than quitty could be older it doesn't really matter but to never see a nun up until the that point you're walking through what looks to be walmart superstore and, and just running across a nun and then being so shocked that they're real that you had to go take a picture is just amazing what do you think that like introduction was it's like hey can we take a picture <laughs> and she's like why it's like because i didn't know that you existed, <laughs> existed. Yeah, I, also, I, I don't even know. I mean, I also want to call. Nice, right? I want to throw a flag on the field for this one because, um, so again, out of my own hometown local knowledge, because Quiddy Pay went to high school five minutes from me, um, he went to a Catholic high school. Yeah, but did his brother? I I don't know if his brother did, but I mean, went to a Catholic high school. I, I mean, maybe, I, I don't know if the brother went there. Um, I'm not sure. But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen a nun. So maybe I would have a similar reaction. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I guess if you've never seen a nun before. But also, I think you got to respect his, 
his uh sweatshirt, the straight out oh, of the, straight out of Rhode Island. Sweatshirt. Fire sweatshirt, straight um, out of Rhode Island, straight out of Compton sweatshirt. I was, I always love the uh, the guys, you know, guys or gals in the replies because that was immediately what I went looking for in the replies was someone asking where do I get that sweatshirt because you know on the internet there's always going to be someone that thinks like you and the people that hook you up with like links in replies are just like the clutchest people ever. Um, so, cause somebody provided a, like an Amazon link to where you could get that sweatshirt. So I think I might be, uh, making a new purchase soon. Mm-hmm. Twitter's also asking about the Catholic high school. Um, and apparently someone went to a Catholic high school for a year and never once saw a nun or a priest on campus. Um, yeah. but apparently regular teachers can teach at a Catholic high school, which does make sense. I don't, I didn't think everyone had to be a nun to teach at a Catholic high school, but you do always think of Catholic high schools and you think of nuns. Yeah. But no, that's a, that is a, a pretty solid, Again, just pure, this is, like you said, with this guy's story and, and everything that he's been through, um, a guy like this, he can't have anything but like a positive vibe around him. So he's yes. a guy um, that I'll Such be, an innocent moment. Right, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, those guys must have like the best outlook on life. And and there's certain, you know, he Pay is certainly someone that... Uh, I'll be rooting for um, watching him play in the NFL. So mm-hmm. if you even really have rough. taken a step inside of New England at some point in your growing up period, I usually try to root for them. So yeah. being a Rhode Island guy, New England guy, technically, maybe we'll see him in Patriots. All around point. good dude. I hate hated the high school that he went to. Um, hated the high school that he went to. It was just like, I mean, even he like he's from out of town. We're we're getting like in the the listeners who you know are family and friends of mine will will get triggered by this um but yeah i mean he he was from like providence which is like 30 minutes north of where i live but it was a private high school and you know anybody could go but it was a very expensive school and they always found a way of wink wink acquiring like the best athletes in in the state or the surrounding area and then just curb stomping everybody um so you know he i'm sure he's a smart guy i'm sure his athletic talent also helped him uh you know make it through through school but again a guy like that from where he's come from you know he he deserves the world so good for him (laughs) yep and that will bring us to the end of the episode here uh week four in the books like i said a month in um excited doing this keep doing this playoffs next week i think it'll be like almost like a playoff preview next week more than anything because i think the playoffs will start after yeah, we'll um, be able to talk both. about the uh, uh, tomorrow um, the NFL schedule gets released. So schedule yep. day, it's always it's like uh, you know Christmas in May. Uh, that's I, I always look forward to that and yep. you know, sort of planning out what heard rumblings of Brady maybe back to to Gillette uh, week four. Okay. Um, I've heard I've heard rumors already that that's leaked. I don't know if it's actually back to Gillette or if it's just against Patriots, but mm-hmm. that'll obviously be a big one. He'll be see. he'll be in Gillette. They've already that that part has already been out that um that they'll be he will be like the bucks will be coming to okay so that is i saw the rumor i didn't know if it was actually yeah. officially confirmed yeah obviously. everything like all of all of the team's games like home and away have been already put out there mm-hmm. it's just weeks um, and b- it's just the weeks course. like what the, okay. what the actual one through yep. 17 or 18 looks like so so i'm sure we'll have some topics on that um some other matchups you know rookies matching up against each other will be fun to see yeah yeah so uh, if you're um, if you see the schedule and you know, let us know. Tweet at us or or uh, you know, send us something on Instagram about you know what is the matchup that you're most excited to see. So that's something that we're going to talk about next week. And um, 
yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Again, the NFL just has us talking about them 24-7. So. Yep. And if you missed it at the start of the episode, all the links to all the social media will be down in the description below to the link tree. Um, and yeah, if you did enjoy, please subscribe on iTunes. We are on iTunes, as we said last week, Spotify, any other podcasting platform if you're choosing. Leave five-star reviews, try to unsubscribe, then resubscribe. I think that pushes up the charts um, and gets our name more out there when you start searching like internet podcasts. So do appreciate you listening, and we will see you next time.